Hi, it's Nicole, and welcome to the Why Are You Following Me podcast. This week's guest is Christian Crosby from the Sixers. He started as a trampoline dunk kid and worked his way up, where not only does he have his own company called Live Life Nice that is run by the Sixers. They basically took on these small businesses to run. He's also still the in-arena announcer for the team, and he does a bunch of cool stuff in and around the NBA. He's out in the community. He's hanging out with the players. He's showing people how to be nicer to each other. Super excited to have him on the show today. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here, by the way. Thank Thank you. Thank you for having me. Sorry for taking forever to get here. At least you apologize. That's good. No, I'm sorry. I'm truly sorry. No, that's all right. You're busy. But okay, so Christian and I have known each other a long time. He actually um, started coming around years ago with Maxwell, who used to be on the radio here in Philly, who's in New York now. And um, you've worked for the Sixers just as long. Yeah. And so when you started with the Sixers, because you now are like the face of the Sixers. That's kind of how... I mean... Besides being a player, you have like Joel and you have um, Ben, and then you have, I mean, Pulse. I just can't stand JJ Reddick is so hot, I can't he's stand it. I mean, good. he's wicked good looking, isn't he's he? He's insane. Like, it's crazy. Ins- and I mean, usually for me, I'm a Leo, so I'm a fire sign, so like, I have to, there has to be more to somebody besides looks, but not yeah. him. Uh-huh. I mean, he is a DILF if I've ever seen one. He is. <laughs> Definitely good looking. He's wicked good looking. But is and a he great funny? guy. He's a great guy. Because like Joel's funny. Like, does JJ have personality or not? Oh, he does, but it's a it's a different style of okay. humor that he has. But okay. he has a lot of wit. It's just delivered in a very okay. like you know, laid back kind of a way. It's weird. It's, it's it's definitely He's a great guy. Okay, because sometimes athletes are just, like, boring, and you're like, maybe just keep playing. You know what I, I mean? But you know what's cool, though? I think that is starting to change a little bit. Yeah. Like, you, you're always going to have your, your boring athletes, but I feel like more guys are coming out of their shell and, you know, doing more than just playing basketball. Well, it's know? it's so funny that you brought this up, because John Clark, BC Sports Philly, was just in here, and we were talking about, like, how baseball's dying and how, like, they need to figure out a way to, like, get their players to be more personalities. I agree. And I was talking about how, like, you look at Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons' Instagram, they have three, four million followers. Carson mm-hmm. Wentz just hit a million. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, these NBA st- players mm-hmm. are stars, even though the NFL technically is more popular. Right. So it's an interesting conversation, but I want to talk more about you. So how did you get started with the Sixers? So it's actually a crazy story. Because it's been if you years. Really want to know. It's been, I've been with, so an email went out two days ago. Yeah. And it's like, hey, congratulations, Christian Crosby, 12 years with the organization. Whoa. I was like, I read the email like, what? This is wrong. So I went back to my calendar. You're like, I'm and, only 24. And it was right. I was right. like, wait, what? I've been yeah. here that long since I was young. So it's been a long journey. So the way I started... Um, no lie, I was pursuing my acting career at a young age. Okay. And I got this commercial in Philly. Okay. It was like a. But very, you're from here, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm from here. It was. Where'd you go to high school? I was homeschooled, dude. Stop. Swear to God, my mom is. The she was an OG. Woman. She's a sweet woman. You from I kindergarten to twelfth grade? I swear to you. Do you have I any look, brothers or sisters? I do. They were homeschooled too. Stop. We are a weird bunch. And you're pretty normal, <laughs> knock on wood. I, mean, I, I, I know. I know. I, I don't yeah. want to be normal. So yeah, if I'm no, not, me too. please just let me embrace that. My friends go, you're so weird. I go, I know. And I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm cool being weird. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. So yeah, I was pursuing my acting career. Got this commercial. It's a local commercial. I okay. don't even know if it ever aired. Okay. Honestly, I got like 200 bucks for it. I was an extra. Okay. It was a Philly tourism commercial. Okay. I was doing flips and kicks and tricks because I did martial arts my whole life. No and way. And I knew how to do cool flips. So you're doing like parkour Basically, before it was 
was parkour. Basically, yeah. yes. It's called. It was called tricking. It's still okay. called tricking now, but it's not as popular. Um, you were a trick. Oh. I was a trick. <laughs> Turning tricks. So just like by chance, two Sixers dancers were in the commercial too, and okay. they saw me doing the flips and the tricks, and they came over to me and they're like, "Hey, like what you're doing is so cool. Would you be interested in being part of like?" This dunk team that the Sixers have. So that's right. I was like, okay. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the my big break. So I kept in touch with one of the Sixers dancers. Her name was Kate Beaver. Shout out to Kate Beaver. Shout out to you, Kate Beaver. Shout out, Kate Beaver. So um she kept in contact with me, told me when the auditions were. I showed up. I was awful, but I did my cool flips and tricks, and yeah. that's what got me in. Okay. And let me tell you, I became a Sixers fan from my first day. Fell in love with the organization. That was 12 years ago. Yeah, so you've been through it all. Dude, I've seen a lot. So basically, were you there? Was AI there when you started? My first year was AI's last year wow. playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. That, so, so that's cool. So you yep. got to see the end of AI. End of AI. And then went through the drought. Went through the drought. And he, just, AI came back for a couple games like yeah. years later. I saw that. Yep. Um, and I so was, every night when you went to bed, you would keep telling, trust the process. Trust the process. I've been, I've been trusting for it. Yeah. I was trusting before it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's been awesome. I've, I've grown within the organization. They have supported the hell out of me. And I'm so grateful. So you kind of then became like the in-house announcer, right? Yep. I went from dunking to working in the office full-time. From there, transitioned into being an in-arena host and working in the office full-time. And so do you still do the in-arena stuff? Yes, I still do the in-arena stuff. So if if you've been to a game recently, you definitely have seen me. Do you know that I have not been to a game? Dude, what are you doing? I am a crazy sports fan, too. Like, I could tell you. I remember us talking about sports the last time we were here. here's the thing. The Sixers send me shit all the time, and I'm like, how about you send me a pair of tickets? How I about mean, that? Well, you're not hitting up the right person. Uh, clearly, <laughs> but I don't like to be that person. So I am, literally in my office, I have some beautiful Sixers towel. And then I have this cool poster with, with Joel and Ben on it. Yeah. But like, I'm always looking. I'm like, D- are you sure they didn't send tickets with it? But it's crazy because like, I grew up, my dad is a crazy sports fanatic. He coached basketball. My brother played all three sports, played football in college. Yeah. My dad like watches ESPN Classic, yells at the TV. Dr. J's his favorite. When we actually, when I was on The Biggest Loser 11 years ago, and we, they were flying back from L.A. to Philly, yeah. Dr. J was on my dad's flight. And it was that like so cool. the greatest thing that ever happened to him. He still talks about it. Didn't want a picture. Like, he just wanted to, like, chit-chat with him. So, the Sixers have been, like, part of my family forever. And it was just weird that I haven't been to a game in a really long time. I so, mean, I will say this. Obviously, you've been watching. The team is just on fire. Yeah. They're growing. It's so much fun to watch. So, it is a hot ticket now. Right. But... We love you, so um, we can always make it work out for Thank you. Thank you. So then you became, then the Sixers did this whole entrepreneurial lane, right? Yeah. So, and then you did stuff for the NBA All-Star Game, and that was all because of the, like, they, the six, like the NBA saw your energy at the Sixers, Correct. and they're like, come host. And so how did that all come about? So it's it was crazy. So I, and I've worked with you actually on this concept, the yeah. Live Life Nice thing. Yeah. So it's something that I've loved. I've I've you always, created this, I and then did. it became a Sixers thing. Correct. It's crazy. Right. So it's like, in the world of media, you, you probably agree, a lot of negative things get a, get a lot of attention. Totally. And so I recognized that at an early age, and I, it always bothered me. I always wondered like why there wasn't more recognition for people doing good things. Right. Like it used right. to bother me when like I would read an article about someone who did something incredible, like Akon, for example. Right. Um, and it just gets literally no attention. No, I'm like, nothing. this guy just is changing the world. No one cares. But we're talking about 
this, all of this negativity all the time. We're talking and about ev- some random Disney star who hasn't been on a Disney show in five years getting a DUI. Right. You know, right. so it's like, totally. it always bothered me. So anyway, I wanted to do something about it. So I started like this thing. I didn't really have a full idea. It was kind of like a concept. It was a concept. You had an idea and you wanted to do something with it. And then you got your friends involved that were like videographers. and Yeah. Yeah. And so basically our mission was to just inspire, empower, motivate people to be nice and do nice. Just yeah. Do more nice things. Like and it's called live life nice. Live life nice. Easy. A simple and act of nice. Yeah. Can change someone's mood, someone's day. Hundred percent. Someone's life. Yeah. And if we all do it collectively, perhaps the world, right? So yeah. it's like um, we would make funny videos. We would do podcasts. I did a video with you yeah. and some funny stuff. That was the first time I ever um, drove on one of those. Uh, oh, the, the, the what's the, it called? The hoverboards. The hoverboards. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually you killed it. I am not good at a lot of um, a lot of things. Like was never good at basketball. I mean, I dance really well because I have hips. Oh yeah. But you like did that too. there was, was two things on the first try that I was ever good at. I was good at the hoverboard and I was good at throwing axes. I, I won and I became the Carson Wentz of axe throwing. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> Just take a quick second and just like I need to explain to all of the listeners right now how good she was on that hoverboard. Thank it was kind of freaky. I was like we were all right. trying to be gentlemen and like help her up on it and like get her set and she was just like no no and she just got on and she was just like vroom and it was just amazing. I have a weird balance on things like my trainer makes fun of me because you know the Bozu ball which is. Do you ever hear? You never seen a bozo ball. So it's this. It's a half of a ball. It's like this. It's like this spongy surface on one side, and then Mm -hmm. it's flat on the other. So you flip it around and you stand on it. You lift weights on it. So it's supposed to like help your core get a little stronger. So I'll stand on the bozo ball on one foot and like bend up and lift weights, and it's totally fine. But when I try to do it on the ground, I lose my balance, and my trainer's like, "You're weird." I'm like, "I know." So I have a weird (laughs) thing with balancing on things. Wow. I don't know why, but again, like we said, it's cool to be weird. Figure that out. Do something. Do something with that. If there's any doctors listening that finds out why I could balance on hoverboards and bozu balls, but on the floor. Um, so then how did it become a Sixers thing? Okay, so I'm in the office. At this point, Live Life Nice has evolved, and okay. I'm working on it on the side. At this point, I fell in love with corporate culture, entrepreneurship, right. and business. I had started a t-shirt company at that point and had some success with it with the Children's Hospital. Um and I just, you know, I was I was much more ready to, like, rock and roll with this idea. Right. Right before I launched my new revamp to Live Life Nice, press release comes out. Sixers are launching an innovation lab, an incubator for small businesses to partner and grow them into bigger things. So I'm like, Which is so cool. And was that Michael Rubin's idea? So I think it came about with Kimball. Okay. Kimball and Scott O'Neill and Chris Heck. And these are all executives. Um, these are all executives yeah. for the Sixers. And Kimball Office, there, um, Mike Wagner, the the president, he he uh, they had a talk and they were like, let's do something different, let's do something cool, which is cool. Yeah. So Kimball's furniture uh, is in the entire innovation lab. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful workspace. There's four companies in there. When I found out about it, I was like, oh my god, what if? What if this could be partnered with the Sixers? Like this would be crazy. crazy. I work right. here. Like I've grown here. Um, so Seth Berger was put in charge. Seth Berger, do you remember End One? Yes, yeah, yeah. Seth Berger founded End One. Stop. Yes, he did. Okay. And he's, he was he, that was apparel. It was really cool because you know you would and it it was the line from basketball and one. Correct. Yeah. It was like the coolest thing in the yeah. world. Um, did really well. Like was the epitome of my childhood. Yeah. Um, he's running the lab. Oh, that's and cool. And so, ironically, I was getting lunch, and I ran into him on his first day. Wow. And I didn't know he now, was Now, were you him. guys in Camden at the time? Or this were is you when still... we were still in the Navy Yard. Okay. Yeah, in Philly. Yeah. And so, um, 
I ran into him not knowing who he was, and he was talking to someone else, and he was. They were like, "Ah, oh, your first day, big day for you." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Well, they're like, "Welcome to the team. Welcome to the Sixers." So I heard that, and I look back. It's it's Seth Berger, but yeah. I didn't know it was Seth Berger. Right. I'm like, "Hey, man, welcome to the team, man. How's it going? Like, what's big day, first day? Like, yeah. what are you doing with us? Welcome." He's like, "Oh, I'm running the Sixers Innovation Lab," and I was like, oh, "You're Seth Berger." <laughs> you're like, "Oh my be, god!" Let I'm me like, buy a I'm chicken like, noodle soup. Oh my god! I'm like, "Oh my god, Seth, you're Seth Berger." Like, yeah. I actually have been working on this thing called Live Life Nice. I'm not expecting to get into the lab, but I would love to get your input. Like, I want to show you. He's like, do you have a deck? I'm like, yes, I do. And what does that mean? Like, do you have a present, a, basically a business plan? Got it. A, a business plan. Yeah. An overview, like, of your, your Got business. Got it. Like a treatment if you're writing like a movie or a TV so show. So here's or a lesson for you listeners who want to start a business. Be prepared. That's... Don't wait for somebody to ask you for a deck to make a deck. I love that. Make your deck. Have it. It's kind of like um, you know, whether you're doing whether you're an artist, like have a demo ready. Yeah. Like if somebody asks you, hey, send me something, be like, have here it you go. Ready, man. Yep. Like stop even don't even start asking people for help until you've helped yourself. Yep. Um, and there's so many different ways to do it, even if you don't have the means. Like there's so many ways you can navigate through the internet, through friends, through just Anything. So yeah. anyway, long story short, the deck wasn't even that great, yeah. but it was good enough to get Seth's attention. We had a couple of talks. It was a month process. I had to pitch to all of the executives and the uh, the had the board members. I wore a suit. Yeah. I walked in there. I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. um, but dude, it worked out. And I, I would have never imagined in a million years from working that commercial, meeting those dancers, to becoming a dunker, to getting a full-time job, all that, that I'd be running a company with the Sixers. Right, but nice. it's it's amazing, though, because I am all about networking, and it's kind of, I mean, I don't really mean to sound cheesy, but like the whole com- concept of your company, Live Life Nice, like being good to people, having those connections, working hard, doing it, grinding, yeah. like you knew you had a passion for it. And I, I did this interview with um, Doc Jen Fit on Instagram, who has like almost a million followers. But so she was like a gymnast and she quit gymnast and then she would go to Venice and like do like be one of those acrobats. But yeah. in the meantime, she was going to school to be um a doctor in physical therapy. Like, that's what she wanted to do. But she started to get this Instagram following because all these, like, parkour and all these gymnasts would, like, tag her and stuff. But then she graduated from physical therapy school, and she was like, maybe I could do both. And so she became... She's massive now, and she didn't even mean for it to happen, but she was so passionate about what she was doing, she like formed her own lane. And that was like her yeah. theme when she was on the podcast, and she was just talking about how when you follow your passion, things kind of fall into place. Oh, my God. And, you know, and so you literally were passionate about and one and loved it and knew mm-hmm. who he was mm-hmm. and was friendly enough to like an alert to be aware of like he was starting and you're in the cafeteria and you introduced yourself to him. And so all that energy and that goodness kind of is what works, you know? Yeah, no, you're, uh, it's a snowball effect. I like to tell people yeah, this all totally. the time. You know, you don't have to know the plan. Right. And a lot of people feel like, well, I don't have a plan, so I'm not going to do anything. No, that's wrong. Like, But a plan and a passion are two different things. Yes. It's like the plan will work. It'll, it'll work out. But it's like follow the passion. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and you're absolutely right. It's like the create your own luck thing. The yeah. more you are being involved and reaching out to people and connecting and sharing and learning and asking and telling, the more you're going to understand what you're doing and the more knowledge you have on that subject, the more it will make sense to you. 100%. Like, and the better things will come to you, the more will come to you. So yeah. it's like, dude, like, I'm blessed, I'm happy 
to be in there. I'm learning so much about business. So and, that's what um, I was gonna say. So as of now, like, so what is the goal of the company? What's the what's the business plan of the company? Like, where where what's the next steps of being part of this? Yeah. Sixers Innovation Lab. So the com- the business has two legs, right? Okay. One leg is apparel, which is going really well right now. Okay. Um. We're doing stuff with Kicks USA. We have some other national awesome. retailers interested. Our online sales are incredible. And I think the reason why people can relate to it is we it's not just the shirt that really matters. It's when you buy a shirt, you're making a pledge to do one act of nice. Which is awesome. And so yeah. we're starting with a simple goal of a thousand. When we get that, we're going to ten thousand. When we get that, we're going to a hundred thousand. So cool. Et cetera, et cetera. Until maybe, just maybe, just maybe we can inspire one million acts of nice. Yeah. Um, so I think people like that and so they're supporting it by purchasing so many t shirts. Because yeah. people are buying like Ten at a ten at a time, but it's a cool shirt too, it's, and like it looks really cool, cool too. And the colors, helps. yeah, it's just yeah. The second side, the second leg of the business is digital media. Okay, so we we're actually actually content creators, and wow. we're telling stories. Right. Our whole mission and purpose with telling stories and content is we want to tell stories that will um, impact people and change people's perspective on. S- particular topics in our world. Right. Um, so we want to change people's way of thinking, but then we want to give a call to action in, in the on the back end of this content. So it's like we tell a story. Within that story, we personally, as Live Life Nice, want to make an impact to that story. So yeah. how can we help this subject? Yeah. Or how can we bring light? How, what can we do better for this subject? And then on the third end, we're trying to challenge people's way of thinking. So, hey, you may have never thought about this yeah. this way. Take a look at it. And then the fourth is just giving a call to action. Hey, here's what you can do for yeah. this topic. So we're producing That's... some heavy-duty content right now that and we so haven't even launched. The goal is to Netflix it, Facebook watch it. Like That's a great question. Yeah. Digital will be our first approach. Yeah. And I think from there, we're looking to maybe evolve more into a publication. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I think that would be That's the cool. best way to go. I mean, I could almost like um, love what matters, yeah. how it's all print. Uh-huh. But I, I could picture this as like you making these amazing um, videos and then uploading them like right to Facebook yep. and then. For dig- sure. Like yeah. think of like a soul pancake or yeah. think of like a great big story. Um, there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, Amaletto, uh, you know. But I feel like if it could get big enough, like. Why wouldn't you work with Amazon and why wouldn't it right. be a 30 minute show? Right. No, Live I mean, life. sky's a limit, yeah. dude. I'm I mean, all about that. People want good news. And, and I try to tell this to people all the time. Like, you look 10, 15 years ago, even in radio, how people love to hear like all the drama on the radio, right? Yeah. Reality shows didn't exist then. Social media didn't exist then. Mm -hmm. So the drama, the anger, the aggression, they love to tune in and feel uncomfortable. But now it's like you can watch 75 people beat each other up on some reality show that you're watching. And social media is nuts. And so people want to feel good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I want to feel good. And it's also like, let's start telling people that there's goodness in the world. You know what I mean? That there's like, and with. The good part about social media is that you really do have the ability to just really, I mean, to use, I mean, just to go viral. You know what I mean? To just, yeah. Um, And so, do people submit stories to you or do you find them? All the time. That's cool. We curate nice things happening. Um, We we repost people and and we're currently post, we're creating our original content right now. It's crazy, man. We're getting such a great response. It's so humbling. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you're like, well, am I alone in this? Like, am I the only one that wants this? Um, but when you just 
when you put it out there, you'll you'll be surprised to see people feel the same way. Yeah. So what's like the average day in your life like? I mean, oh my god, I have no idea. Yeah. It's always different. <laughs> but like, what's so like now that the Sixers season is starting to like? When's the first official game? Today, actually. Wait, the real Sixers game <laughs> is today. No, home no, no, is eighteenth. No. Right. So it's October soon. 18th. Yeah, it's real right. soon. And when that happens, life gets real busy real quick. Yeah. So every home game, do you travel with the team at all? Um, I don't travel with the team all the time. Okay. I do travel with the team sometimes. Do you get to fly on the plane? Sometimes. Fun. Those guys are so cool, man. That's They're so awesome. cool. They are yeah. so cool. They're so down to earth. They're really good people. Yeah. Um, some of them support Live Life Nice as well. Like you'll see TJ McConnell. Which is cool, yeah. Robert Covington, Ben Simmons. Um, they're all they've all been really helpful. That's to awesome. Me. Yeah. But those guys are hilarious, yo. You gotta you gotta meet some of these I guys. I know. I've never met actually um, I think there was a Sixers player like years and years ago. I probably was like just an intern, Pepe Sanchez, who used to play for the Sixers. I yep. think he was the only Sixer that I've ever met. I think he's probably on the team for like six months. <laughs> but it's crazy. I and um, I love the fact that like there's that they're starting to like people are starting to take notice. And I feel I, and I always said the two things about how. It's crazy when you think about how like the two biggest athletes in Philly right now are Joel and Carson Wentz, but right. they're so different, but yet they both embody Philly so, so well. perfectly. All, all Philly cares about is you caring about them. Exactly. And so like you have you have Carson who's like on the God Squad and is like, you know, doing the that Kingdom Crumb and, and you know, uh-huh. doing all the good the goody two shoot stuff, but is the hard worker and yep. you know and this. But then you have Joel who is like he's hilarious and I mean his tweets are so funny. Can't be stopped. Like his, his social media skills can't be stopped. And last when he was singing the Ed Sheeran stuff last night, I was like, this is hilarious. It's great. But just like the one line tweets he comes up with, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. And but then he's like playing basketball in on South Street and just like hanging, you know, walking around the city. And so he has that like down to earth like scruffiness. Also hard worker, yep. good person. And then you have it's it's really crazy. And obviously Ben's massive too. I got a little worried with Ben and the whole, you know, Kylie Jenner thing. <laughs> I was like There's nothing to worry about. <laughs> this season is going to be Ben is going to he is going to go off this season. Like, Which is perfect. I was a little worried because, <laughs> listen, I don't hate the Kardashians by any means. I I don't love them, but I don't hate them, but I yeah. respect what they have done as a business. But however, Same. they have drug all their men down, especially athletes. Poor Reggie Bush. You know, where's oh, he? Oh, boy. You know, where's <laughs> Chris <do> Humphreys? <laughs> don't I mean, do Tristan it. Thompson is like tweeting that the Cavs are still the team. Like, they're just, they all, Kanye went nuts. Like, it's weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. And Kanye's always been a little crazy. I always Say that. Yeah, I was gonna say Kanye's—he's always been out he there. He is the, the the line that goes the the. There's a very fine line between brilliance and insanity. That's Kanye, uh-huh. and I really do believe that Kanye is one of those people that is so smart. He gets frustrated when people don't get it. Yeah, they he's got. He's just got to learn how to execute, or maybe exactly. figure out a. He's just got to figure out an execution plan. Correct. I think a lot of the stuff that Kanye says is truthful and factual and, and healthy for a lot of people to hear. But a lot of people don't get it. Like he made the comment about like once it's a trend, it's over, and. Like, I get that. Like, he was basically saying, like, don't be a trend. Like, even if you look ridiculous, yeah. you're setting the bar for yourself. I understand that concept, but yeah. everybody else is like, what do you mean? I've, trends are cool. Yeah, I think the pro, and I, I don't know how we ended up talking about Kanye, I know, but, but I think with Kanye, he still has 
some tendencies to do things just to get attention. So I 100%. think those things get in the way of his message, and I think those things get in the way of his execution. Yeah. And I, I, I think that he'll, he won't really get his message across until he's willing to. You have to come down to the level. Let go. Yeah. And I, I don't, th- I don't foresee him doing that completely. I think we'll only get maybe to a certain extent with that. With no, him. I totally but agree. But I think there is tr- truth to his message, and because of some of the the foolish things that he says, sometimes it gets in the way and doesn't. People don't receive it. You know. They don't receive it. Right. And that's at the end of the day, you people have to receive your message. In fact, I was talking um, to somebody that works here. He's a higher up. And he was talking about just like the state of the world. And he was like, he really believes one of the biggest voids that this country is missing, especially for a lot of white women, is the Oprah effect. That when Oprah was on the air, she had a way to, to educate um you know, middle America white women without making them feel dumb and we're missing. And I was like, that is so true. Mm. That is so true. Like, and, and when I really thought about it and I was like, you have, cause they would receive her message. Right. She would educate them. And that's the, that's the interesting part about a message is that people have to receive Receive it. Receive it. That is the most important part. Most important part. And she had a way of of doing that where she was able to really break it down and, and kind of be open-minded and, and really get into people's minds. And they were like, Oh, this is a good point. And it really is true. There's no one out there that's really doing that. It's everything's very aggressive now Mm -hmm. instead of, instead of being more, um, Laid back, and laid back I, I isn't the like word, but I, I think what it is is that people want to be right. Yes, and yeah. I think that yeah, there doesn't have to be a right or a wrong all the time. Yeah, like I think what's important is the dialogue and for people to listen to yeah. each other. hundred percent. Because we don't know what is right or what is wrong until we've put all the things out on the table, and then until f- we yeah. all understand. If we 100%. don't understand, we have different ideas of right and wrong. We're just going to go back and forth. Over and over and over and over. And, and nothing's going to get accomplished. So I think yeah. everyone just wants to be right nowadays, you know? And that's the, that's the problem. It's like that's why their delivery of a message, whether it is right or not, yeah. is coming across a way that's pushing people away. It's cool, though, bringing that back to the Sixers about how the Sixers are also really involved in everything with Meek, too. Yeah. Um, I just did an interview um, with this actor, Algie Smith, who's, who's doing this really cool movie about... Um, black men being killed by police and police reform and the fact that like you have the sports organization that like you know Michael Rubin got involved in Meek and like Meek became the spokesperson and then and I mean that was the craziest day when he was released from prison and came real it was just nuts but like a lot of times especially with millennials and even even the generation younger than millennials it's like you they look to entertainment and to social media to educate them and so as awful as it is that he was in jail, like I just feel like so many more people are just aware and educated about it right now. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, th- I think overall what I can say about that whole situation is the Sixers are extremely progressive. Yes. And yeah. if you look at the NBA and the league as a whole, right. they are extremely progressive. I would say... Even with Trust the Process, they were the, they were the ones to like, let's I, give it a whirl. Yeah. I would say the NBA is light years ahead of every other sports totally. league in the entire world. Well, even with like something as simple as like the guaranteed money with contracts and stuff and like listening to the players. Yeah. 110%. I, I love the NBA for that. Yeah. And I think the Sixers are, are leading uh, when it comes to thinking differently, thinking from a new perspective yeah. and being innovative with every decision that they make. And like for them to do that with Meek, yeah. to understand that he's from Philadelphia. 100%, to yeah. To understand his situation and to actually put time 
to research and, and know and, and listen to what he's going through and then to support him yeah. knowing that it you know people might not like it. Yes. You know, yeah. that is powerful. And I think it says a lot about the organization. Um, and if you look at my story, for example, it says a lot about the organization. I'm yeah. a, I was a dunker off the trampoline. Right. And now I have a business that is partnered with the Sixers. Like, they are just progressive. Like I'm, I would... You worked hard, and but so that you have to. That's also a lesson too. Is like it's hard work meets opportunity. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. And so you were you were passionate enough and hardworking enough to keep at it, and they were smart enough and progressive enough to be like, "There's something here." Yep, you know what I mean? You're right. Um, all right, let's do some fun stuff. What let's was, do some fun stuff. Uh, wait, what's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Okay, that what makes is, sense. I don't know. I don't like your reaction to that. No, I mean you're just you're kind of docile, and you know you're not like well, docile. I don't even know what that means. I'm just and you be don't honest. seem like what does that most mean? docile. You're kind of like chill. You're a chill oh, okay. person. You don't, yeah. you don't get too fiery. No, no, yeah. you, no. Um, so I think I used to be too emotional okay. when when I disagreed with things, and I've learned over the years that. You have to control that emotion because you get nowhere with it, you know? A lot of that comes with emotional intelligence, though, too, and as you get older and become more self-aware. and that Emotional intelligence. I like that. It's good stuff, yeah. I like that phrase. Yeah. Um, What was the last song you downloaded? Let's see. I'm going to pull up my phone. Oh, God. I'm going to be so embarrassed if it's like some really (laughs) stupid song. I hope it's like Spice Girls or something. Oh, well, the last album I just downloaded was The Carter Five. Yeah, of course. Before that... Uh, some guy Meek just signed Roddy Rich. Okay, cool. What was the last concert you went to? Drake. Okay, yeah. What night? Meek night? Both nights. Oh, in both Philly. nights. <laughs> night. So that was the first time I actually saw a full Meek concert. I saw him at the iHeartRadio Music Fest a couple years ago, a and full I was Meek like, concert or Drake concert? Drake. Drake. I mean, I you mean, Meek. it's okay. Sorry, I meant I've, I've seen um, Meek, but the Drake show and. I was like, he has to bring Meek out. Like, he can't bring Meek out in Boston and not in Philly. Like, this is crazy. I was wondering the same thing. And then where I was, I was like in like row five, like at the level. And so I was like, I had the set list. I was like cheating. Uh And it was like right before God's plan. I was like, really? He's not bringing Meek out? And then all of a sudden I saw them open the stage door. So only a few people, if you were up, I go, it was the crazy. Wait, what did you do? I was like, it was so loud. I've never been, been, I've been to... In sync, One Direction, um, Backstreet Boys, like New Kids on the Block. Yeah. I've never heard an. They, it, the people were going so nuts. You, you can barely hear them rap. It was. Let me genius. tell you something. It was incredible. I was there. I was with uh, the team. Michael okay. Rubin was there, and Meek actually was with. He was with us right. in the air. We had a little area that we were watching it from. Got it. Meek stood there the entire show, rocking out. Knowing all of Drake's lyrics, like Meek is in a wonderful place. That's now. awesome. It's so good it was to see. so nice, yeah, to be there and to actually see Meek at a Drake concert and enjoy then, himself and then go and then do he it. Head down and then it was unbelievable. Dude. Genius business plan on both of their parts. I mean, I always say like Drake's the Taylor Swift of hip hop. He's 100%. probably a good person, but he's also a shrew businessman. So he 100%. knew what he was doing. Yeah. He did it right after the whole Nikki Cardi thing. Like genius, yep. but happy because more men need to see squash the beef. Right. Let's be nice. Definitely live a, life nice. Definitely live life nice move. Um, last TV show you binge watched? Oh, um, uh, The Sinner. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Did you watch both Sinners? I did. I one did. One and two. Yeah, I watched. What did you like better? I, I liked one better. You did? I did. I did. I kind of liked two. Two started off way stronger, but then it slowed down. You're right. It slowed down. It didn't finish strong. You're I, so I right. I felt as though 
the second to last episode revealed everything. It did. And then the last episode was just like, uh, So I thought, that's the, the, it's so funny, I thought the second to last episode was the end. Me too. And then I looked it up and I go, oh wait, there's another episode? That's weird. And I thought it was a little weak. Like, I, I thought the second to last episode revealed it in a very, like, natural, like, here's how it happened. But it wasn't shocking. It was like, oh, okay, we right. just saw the whole story. Great. Like, Where it's over. The first one, when it revealed what happened. It was like, You were oh. like, and then there was that one scene with the sound effect. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the, mm-hmm. I don't want to give it away. We yeah, were like, I, know. I still have nightmares about it. I know. But it's an, in, if you haven't seen the show, it's an interesting concept because it's not a it's not a who did it. It's a why they did it. Yep. And, which is really fascinating. It's and a great show. It really it's a little, is. It's a little creepy it's It's not for everybody probably it's a little dark but very well well produced show i'm still a fan even though it didn't finish a strong season two um but it was dope i liked it it was really good yeah um wait so i asked you oh what was the last movie you saw last movie i saw oh man this is bad dude i don't know wow i haven't watched a movie in a long time that's crazy what are some movies that just came out well it hasn't come out yet but i saw star is born i got to go to the screen oh look at you and oh my god Dude. But I will say, I did think the first half of the it's an incredible, incredible movie, but I did think the first half of the movie was better than the second half. And you'll see it because it's good. Yeah. And Bradley finally came back for it because everybody becomes faint. Even though Kevin Hart kind of annoys me and I think he needs to like take a break for a minute, at least he still like represents Philly. We're like, yeah. Will Smith never comes back. Yeah. Bradley Cooper got nominated for a bunch of Oscars, never comes back. He just came back to do the Q&A and a guy stood up and asked to do the Eagles chant and he wouldn't do it. It's like, really? Wait, why not? Supposedly, he's trying to be like a serious director, but he just was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, really? He was literally in the box with Jeffrey Lurie flapping his wings at the Super Bowl. And like, you won't do it? You want people to see your movie? That's very un-Philadelphia. I'm a little salty about it. But they're like, no, he's trying to be a serious director. I'm like, whatever. Um, Last meal you cooked? Last meal I cooked... Oodles and noodles. So you're not a cook. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can cook. <laughs> can, no, no, can? I can cook. I can you cook. You can. Okay. I can. I can cook a lot of pasta dishes. All right. And actually, here's a fun fact. If you give me a walk, I can cook up some like dope like hibachi like type foods. Really? Yeah, man. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. You go okay. to H Mart. I don't know if you know about H Mart. That's like the... Asian yep, market. It's, it has, yeah. it's an Asian market. It's got some really dope foods you can buy, just like a grocery store, but it's like, you know. And you could, you do you it. You could cook it up. I love it. Do it all the time. Okay. It's great. Do, you, do the Sixers feed you? Like, can you eat every meal there or no? The Sixers don't literally put food into my mouth with their hands, <laughs> right, but right. <laughs> yeah, they have, like, man, a of course, yeah. Okay, there's and a it's cafeteria free, there, or do you have to pay for it? Uh, there's a couple days out of the week where they provide food for everyone. Oh wow, that's and cool. And then they have fooda that comes to office. Oh yeah, we yeah, used to have yeah. that here, and then they stopped coming. Oh really? So I guess people, yeah. Huh. But wait, are your offices in the new in Camden? Now, now? we're in Camden, New so, Jersey. Yep. So real, so like you could be on the computer, and then the players are practicing. Oh yeah, like yeah, it's we're all. We're all sharing that, oh, that location. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Every time I go to the BB&T Pavilion, I drive by, I'm like, Ben, Joel, are you there? <laughs> are you there? <laughs> Hello? More than likely they are. Those dudes live in the gym. Wow. Ever since we got the practice facility, yeah. all of our guys live in the gym. That's cool. Because it's so nice. They get fed. They have... Everything they need there, right? It's no, it's really no reason to be home. <laughs> it's like they're, it's like they're their mom because it's crazy when you realize like how young a lot of these players are too. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yep. But I think the Sixers done a good job, and I'm glad they kept JJ 
even because he's eye candy, obviously. But he's been in the league for so long, and he's been <laughs> a, he was a star him. in college, yeah. you know, and he's a star. He was a star now that he could kind of help mentor. Very do you major I mean? key and that's, to our team. I really do believe that that was um, one of the main reasons the Eagles were so successful last season mm-hmm. because they did. It goes back to kind of emotional intelligence about. I mean, how we I always would make fun of, like, hey, hey, it's Haley Roseman. Hey, Carson, are you ready to be an Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> he's brilliant, though. He's brilliant. Oh my God, he's a genius. Um, but. That w- what they did when they hired Malcolm Jenkins, or when they had, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, Tory Smith, Chris Long, Jason Peters. And so they had these veterans who were good men, good humans, yeah. and they were able to really mentor these younger players. It's like LeGarrette Blunt came in, they brought in Jay Ajayi, and like he could have been a bitch about it, but instead mm-hmm. he mentored him. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, that is amazing, and you could tell yeah, that that right. helps. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it keeps the, the morale of that yes. team last year was unmatched. Unbelievable. Unmatched. I'm like, who is somebody needs to write a movie script ASAP? A hundred percent. You know what I mean? There definitely and needs to be. A hopefully, movie about it. it works out with the Sixers, and they could literally do the movie calling it "Trust the Process." <laughs> oh my God! Right? Yes. I need to get some money for coming up with that, but like. I have I have a strong feeling that it's going to happen. Maybe not next season, but in the next couple years, they'll mm-hmm. get a championship as long as everybody stays healthy and as long as everybody stays on the team. Because I don't like the fact that Ben's real BFFs with LeBron. He's hanging I out with the that. Jenners. He's going to be in no, the Lakers you before want you know that. You want him to be friends with LeBron. LeBron is one of the best basketball players to ever play the game, well, and he has Ben Simmons under his wing. You just called him one of the best ever. So you yes, don't, you don't think he's the best. Um, arguably, I think he is. Uh, I don't know if I think he's the best. I think that he has done the most. He's done the most, and he's the best person. I think he has done the most. I admire him. I think he, yeah, I think (laughs) he's incredible. I really do. I admire him so much. And I'm glad that Ben is under his wing because he's going to lead Ben into the right direction. And I think Ben's loyal. I think Ben's loyal. I think, um, I think we're good. I think we're good. good. I think that's for the better. Okay, good. No, I like it. Because we have not had a superstar in Philly in a very long... AI was the last superstar we had. Yeah. We, like, here in Philly, we consider Joel and Ben and Carson Wentz stars. But I'm talking nationwide and then globally. Yeah. Like, we haven't had a superstar since AI. We're like, you could fly to Seattle and somebody in Seattle's wearing your jersey. Do you yep. know what I mean? Yeah. You, we need a superstar. I we think need a couple both, superstars. I think both Ben and Joel are... Are up and coming super superstars. So. People know Joel everywhere. People they know do, Ben yeah. everywhere. You know, yeah. like they are they are growing into that and um, embracing it. I think their mentality is where it needs to be. Yeah, Joel has again. I obviously don't know the never met them, but he has the star quality. Yeah, right. Like a superstar has that thing that you that you X can't factor. Really, the X factor. I mean, Carson Wentz has it too. Carson Wentz, Joel Embiid, two completely different people, uh-huh. but they both have the X factor. Correct. They, it's both like. There's something you know, like it's a, it's an energy. It, it's it's mm-hmm. something, and you know, and I feel like that that's what we need. So I, I hope I hope it works out. I mean, I love I love the Sixers last year. I love the energy. I love what they what they were doing. Excuse me with the city, and I just feel like they hopefully that momentum can keep going. I can finally say with no question, like I am completely confident in this team. Awesome. Okay. It so, feels so good to say that. And I like, won't make actually... you answer about how Markel, Markel's jump shot is. <laughs> Markel's jump shot is great, man. Can he shoot? We're waiting for the he videos. Can. I don't. I don't even want to talk about it. I just can't wait for people to see. I hope. It. And you know, I'm obsessed with Mike Missinelli, who's the sports guy. Mm-hmm. And um, when all that happened with Markel, and he was trying to explain to you know the Philly Schmitties, yeah, get him out of here. 
suffer. And he was trying to explain like the difference between your brain and your like. When you have an injury, you you basically teach your body to do things in a different way. Yep. Then you get it fixed, but your brain and your muscles remember how to do it the other way. That so is there's correct. like this block. Mm-hmm. And so going back to emotional intelligence and going back to, you know, being on this stage and, and I'll never forget this caller who called in and he was like, I'm a dad, I have three sons. Yeah. And like we're so hard on men. Like they feel like they have insecurities. They have you know, they have um, anger and they have they're scared and they have anxiety and like we need to yeah. talk about that more and 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 it's like what Kevin Love did when yep. he talked about it or Brandon I was Brooks. glad he stood out Brandon you know, Brooks too you know what Just I mean a good friend it's of like mine. we need um, Brandon Brooks is hilarious on uh, on social media too I mean oh, I know I actually it was funny I was in Marathon Grill two weeks ago and he was crossing the street with one of the other, I forget the other it wasn't um, Vitae it was like the other guy for yeah. his name and I was like I'm not gonna bang on the window and be like fly goes fly <laughs> I was like I'll just send a tweet instead <laughs> that's good but he's really funny on it he's really funny on social media but um and he did that Brandon Brooks did that incredible um they just speech did that, yeah. at college and he talked about his mom and, and everything and um we need to do more of that yeah. you know and that's what like so many people were so hard on Markel and it's like there was it there was there was so much of it was was a mental and muscle memory and relearning yep. how to do stuff plus the the scrutiny you know what i mean i think people look i get it it's sports i know this is for our entertainment i get it i know this is people's release i get it but we have to remember these guys are young and do human we, these guys are young they're human yeah and this job is a very public 100%. job with a lot of pressure. Right. Um, I think we expect perfection from these athletes coming out of college. Yeah. And it's just not practical. And sometimes, yeah, it it can have a toll on somebody's psyche, you know? 100%. We got to ease off of these, these, these younger guys, I think. Well, and so many people associate money and problem free. And I go, <laughs> right. Biggie said it, mo money, mo problems. Yep. And it, I don't mean to be, to be funny, but it's so true because... You know, what's the saying that like um wisdom is is not wasted on the youth, meaning mm-hmm. that like you don't have wisdom wisdom until you're much older and money doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. And a lot of times money makes it worse of course. because you are getting paid so much. And it's like these fans watch they, they watch games and they're and they're so hard on these players and they think, Oh, they get paid millions of dollars and it's like First of all, you go to your job as, you know, in an insurance company and to sit at a desk all day and you don't have to answer anyone. Maybe your wife, maybe your husband, if that. Right. But when you have no idea what it's like to have national pressure just scrutinizing you day in and day out. Right. Your job is public. When you do well, you get praised. When right. you do bad, you get killed. Killed. Every single day. Right. And here's the thing, a lot of these people, you know, a lot of these athletes you're given a god gift you're you're given a, a god given talent mm-hmm. and so you almost are it's almost like a requirement like this like it's me like i was given the gift of gab right yep. and so i'm very blessed that i get to do the job that i'm talented in that i'm also passionate about yep. But there's a responsibility that comes with it right i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to do it but i think it means that it's you're not going to be an incredible athlete your whole life and then not take it to the next level. Right. But with that comes so much pressure, and I just feel like it's it's a good time now where people can really start to kind of reel it back in and be like they're human, yeah, they're young. Like yep. let's let's try to help them a little bit more. On the flip side of it, though, that's why I like Philly, yeah, because you know how they say 
Uh, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. If you can become loved and totally. beloved in Philadelphia, then you can become beloved so true. anywhere. We give that true brotherly love. We don't give that, you know, it's so true. corporate love or that, it's so true. that fluffy love. Like we give that straightforward, get your stuff together love like a brother would. Yes. And it is. It's you like know, get your stuff together. You, you know, I do appreciate that about Philly. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes Philly takes it too far. Yeah. But definitely. I do love that about Philly as well. And I, I think that we make the best athletes and the best people come from this area because of that. You're so true. Um, because you, you got to be so a real true. person. You got to be in tune with yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Jimmy Rollins had the quote where he's like, you know, everybody wants to play in L.A. because L.A. loves a superstar. Yep. And it's like, but no, but Philly made you, Jimmy Rollins. That Philly is correct. We love you, Jimmy Rollins. We um, do. All right. Thank you so much. Tell everybody I need you to break down your socials and then how to find Live Life Nice. And I mean, obviously, you know how to find the Sixers, but yeah. what's your socials and then the company? So, dude, follow me. I'm My social is at Christian Crosby. It's the same on every social media platform. So, Christian Crosby is my social. But I really want you to support Live Life Nice. Um, such a great concept. I'm having such a great time with it. Just follow us on social. It's at Live Life Nice. Instagram, Easy. Twitter, uh, Facebook, the whole nine. Cool. Um, it's, it's a good cause. I'm having fun with it. It's partnered with the Sixers. You'll love it. Yay. Thank you so much for but finally coming But before I go. In. Yes. I really want to tell you, you're so good at what you do. Oh. I truly love, like, I'm sitting Thank here you. watching you ask me questions, and I'm, I'm just like, it makes me feel good. It inspires me. Oh. You are, a, the best way to put it is, when I see you, I feel better about everything. That is so You nice. have an energy a that is so healing and soothing that makes people feel good naturally. Okay. Like I was having a bad day this morning. Yeah. And as soon as I saw you and you were like, hey, I felt literally like, ah, you know what? It's not so bad. Everything's fine. Good. That was from your energy. I just wanted to publicly say that. How sweet is Nicole he? Is, You're going to make me tear Nicole up. Nicole is truly a pleasure to be around. That's like, really sweet. But I mean, I really do believe that, you know, we've known each other for a long time. There's a reason we've stayed in touch. Yeah. There's a, you know, and I, and I think that like, not to get scientific, but like we're made up of energy. That's what humans are. Right. And the yep. more, and it, and it goes with your company, live life mm-hmm. nice. And it's like, we're made up of matter and neurons and protons and atoms. And it's like the be- more good energy, the more good stuff will come. Yep. And I feel the same way about you. I mean, the fact that you started as like, a trampoline dunker have now transformed into this innovative company and it's a positive company. Yeah. Um, not to mention that you're a black man too. And so yeah. let me talk, you know what I mean? That's yeah. important. It's important for kids to see, for adults to see, you know, you want that seven year old boy, you know, in North Philly say, Hey, he looks like me. He's being nice. He's doing good things. And that's important. We need, we need a, a more of that. And, yeah. um, you know, and I just think it's, it's really great. And the fact that it's in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Thank all right, you. So LiveLifeNice.com. Yep. On the socials, Christian Crosby. Go Sixers. Go Sixers! <laughs> See, some things are worth the wait. He finally came in, and it was the best conversation. Thank you again so much, Christian. It's Nicole. You can follow me on the socials at Nicole is Nick. That's N-I-C-O-L-E is N-I-K. Please let me know if there's anybody that you follow that you would love me to interview so you could find out more about them. So until next time, why are you following me? <laughs>